Welcome to Love Always, the podcast with me, myself, and I am Ashley. I am a thousand percent nervous and a hundred percent excited. So let's dive in. What is this? This is my journey to find a deeper meaning for love in myself, in my friends, in the people that I know. Love in the world, I wanna know. It's everywhere and I wanna know how it is in other people's lives. So here we go. Episode one. Our first interviewee is me. So I am gonna be interviewing all kinds of people about their opinion and their life and their journey with love, but what kind of person would I be if I asked everyone else in the world and I don't share my own story with you? So, episode one, here I am, and this is me. Okay, so, since on this special inaugural Love Always the Podcast episode, I am playing the role of both interviewer and interviewee, Um, I'm going to first share the question and then I will ponder and share my response. And as I ask the questions, I encourage you to think of how would you answer them? So let's dive in. The first question, question one, what is your earliest memory or experience of love in your life? Uh, To rephrase that. How did you experience love as a child? Okay, so for me, love as a child, I consider myself very fortunate because I feel like I got to experience love in a lot of different capacities, right? So I had very loving family growing up. I'm very close with my family still, and... I think as a child, I definitely equated love with laughter. Um, I could definitely see how my parents loved. Um, As a child, I always felt safe. I always felt encouraged. Like, I was one of those kids that just honestly thought I could do anything in the world and probably had the opportunity to try anything I ever wanted to try as far as sports, um, creative outlets. I just, my parents were so encouraging and I remember laughing so much as a kid and so to me, love is definitely an aspect of love is laughter and comfortableness, comfortability. Let's make comfortableness a word. Uh Comfortability. Uh, Yeah, so I think that my experience of love as a child was, it was very grand. I mean, my grandmother was always there. It It was really, I guess, looking back about support, comfortability, and laughter, which kind of leads me into question number two. How do you remember seeing love in your family with your parents and or your siblings. So specifically, 
As a young kid, I can remember before school, every day I remember watching my parents give each other a kiss. And I just thought like, that is it. That's what married people do. They, you know, whenever the day is about to start, you start your day with a kiss. And that is something I try to practice with my own husband. I may not kiss him every morning, but I definitely make sure I speak and let him know that I love him. And that's something I know my mother did with us. One thing that she was big on is we never got to bed angry and we never say goodbye on a bad note. So even if it was like I'd done something stupid in the car or I'd gotten in trouble, if I was about to go to school, my parents made sure that it was, I love you, have a great day. Just because you never know what could happen between the last time you see someone or you never know when the last time is, right? Not on a morbid note, but in a like, respect every moment kind of note, I guess. So that was something. And then um, just even with situations that would arise in family, I remember my parents were always together. They always came together. I also never, I never remember them arguing. And so like as an adult, I am aware that that is they were married so I'm sure that that was something that they had disagreements but even my mom now would probably say we didn't argue they didn't raise their voice or yell so to me that was something else that I love when you love somebody you don't raise your voice you don't yell you maybe have a discussion you might disagree on things but um, you don't yell and and of course the golden rule was a rule in our house you treat people how you want to be treated and I still live by that, right? I mean, that's pretty simple, but it was something that I was taught and I saw in my parents, I saw in my siblings growing up. So that's love for me, my earliest memories or experiences, um, and then how I saw it. So that's the first couple of questions. Question number three. Do you feel like there's a difference between love and intimacy or do you equate love with intimacy? So for me, I definitely do think there is a difference. I think there's also a difference in the type of love and the type of intimacy that you were talking about because you can romantically love somebody and then be romantically intimate with them. You can also have a friend love, and there's certain levels of friendship intimacy where like you share your deepest, darkest secrets with somebody, or you have a love for somebody, but you might not have those deep, intimate conversations about like your life and your soul. So intimacy is, to me, a very deep mental aspect of love in whatever situation that we're talking about, whether it be with your family, whether it be with your friends, whether it be with a romantic partner. Intimacy is when you get deep and you share the inside of yourself and the inside of your mind with somebody. But love can also be light and happy and it can be, that's the extent of it. And again, a family, a friendship, or a romantic relationship. Do I think that it is important to be intimate with your romantic partner? Absolutely. I think that if you want your romantic 
partner and you to get more serious or to continue in that avenue, then at some point you need to get intimate and that doesn't always mean physically intimate because that's also different in my mind. Um, but yes, I do believe there is a difference. Question number four. Hmm. How do you show love romantically in friendships, at work, and with yourself? So I'm going to break down each aspect of this question because it's kind of a heavy one. But the basis of the question is how do you show love? Okay, how do I show, how do I think I show love? Now, crazy enough, I wrote these questions, but y'all, I'm like sitting here having to really think about this. How do I show love? I don't know. I wrote these questions and I didn't just write these questions, so I've had time to ponder it, but I don't know. Okay, so how do I show love? I think that romantically, in my in my marriage rather, I show love by being a support system. I do my best to support and be there and being a friend. I know that one of the biggest things I always try to do is make sure that my husband knows I love him by, I mean, obviously I verbally say it and I, I express it in that way, but my biggest way of showing it is supporting him, being there for him, listening to him, talking to him, uplifting him, those kinds of things. That's how I think that I show love romantically. I also know that I am a giver. I love, I love to give people gifts. Like it's a problem because my bank account does not always love for me to give people gifts, but I love buying things for other people and I see stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect for such and such and I'll buy it and not think about how much money it is. And that can be problematic because I can spend so much money just buying things for other people. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's something I need to work on. I don't know. You decide. So romantically, yes, I, I buy him gifts and he will be the first to say, you do not need to spend this money on me. I disagree. Um, but yes, I, I listen and I support and I uplift. And my current weakness that I'm trying to work on more is like action-wise, like just doing different things that I notice that he says or if we have a disagreement. I, my, that's my thing is trying to show him based off what you said, I recognize that this is something that if I did better, you would feel like I'm hearing you more and understanding the communication and severity of whatever disagreement it might be, whether it's big or small or whatever. So that's my that's my way of showing love, trying to show people that I, him, rather that I hear him and that I am working to fix whatever issue we might have a disagreement about. In my friendships, in my friendships, I am the biggest hype girl, okay? I will be first in line at the ticket stands. I will buy all the things. I will scream at the concerts. I'm the biggest hype girl. I just 
love supporting my friends in whatever it may be that they're doing. That is one of my favorite things to do. And again, buying things for them. I am consistently at the store going, ooh, this would be perfect for my friend such and such. Ooh, this would be perfect for her. And Amazon hurts me the most because I just have to scroll and I'm like, oh yeah, that, I'm gonna get that for her. And I just, I really do, I love buying things for people. I don't even, it's, I don't know. But that is the way I show love to people for sure, is, is gifting. I am a big giver, just in, in general. I love giving, I love supporting my time, supporting my, with, with money, whatever. Um, at work, I think the biggest thing, again, this goes back to me being a giver. At work, I'm less apt to buy things. However, as a teacher, I consistently spend money on my children and my classroom and things for the kids. Um, but as a coworker, I will consistently give my time and my efforts. If I can help in any kind of way, I'm going to do it. What do you need? Do you want me to write this lesson plan? How can I help you? What can you do? Do you need me to explain it for you? How can I do it? Like, let's figure this out. Do we need to stay after school? I am that person that will do whatever I need to do to help you. I am a helper. And again, that goes back to me being supportive. I just wanna support people and help people. What, putting myself aside, and that is, just, I look, I could be working on whatever. You've come in and you want to talk to, hey, I'm here. I want to help you. Do you need me to make it for you? Is it something I can create? Is it something I have? Is there something I can give you? That is my way of showing love to people I work with. If any possible way I can be an assistance to you and make your job easier, that's what I want to do. And so to all my work friends, you know I love you. Um, and with myself. I think we are all always on a journey to self-love. And I think that self-love is a constantly changing thing because as we grow, our needs grow. So I would say my current um, practices uh, revolving around self-love are setting boundaries in different aspects and areas of my life. For one, work because if you are a teacher out there, you know, and probably just if you're a passionate worker, you know that it's very easy to get caught up and work all the time, 24-7 work. So I think something that I have done most recently, especially with pandemic and all of that, is set boundaries for myself and allow myself to turn off and shut off and that it's okay to maybe leave some things incomplete at the moment or to stop working. So when I leave work, I go home and I don't work until I get to work in the next day. And sometimes I do get to work very, very early, but I would rather get to work very early or stay a little bit later than take it home. So I think one of my forms of self-care recently has been to allow my home and my off-the-clock time be my time where maybe I'm just watching TV maybe I'm spending time with friends I'm spending time with my husband I'm just enjoying my life as as myself as Ashley not as Miss Anderson or Miss Lewis or whatever the children are calling me or as a teacher or someone who's accommodating parents or I'm, I that's my form right now of self-love is 
allowing myself and then also shopping you know I I want my husband to skip this part but I spend too much money buying things for myself right I'm a gifter so it's no big surprise that I gift things to myself I love to give myself little gifts and that definitely is problematic and I need to get better about it but um, I do I treat myself probably way too much but I do treat myself and I give myself my own time okay question number five how do you receive love and what makes you know that people in your life love you so without going into like love languages or anything I think that I receive love I I basically give anyone and everyone the benefit of the doubt some people would say that that is not the best way to go through life but I I, I believe there's good in everybody I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and I will receive you how you are so I do my best to learn people and learn about them and learn about their past because that's obviously a big part of who that person is in the present and I do I do not fault people for the way that they think so one thing that I really try to do in order to receive love is to not take things personally something that I have decided and it has helped me in every aspect of my life friendships and everything is that people really don't care that much not like that but just people are not always thinking about me and so when I don't take things personally it makes me accept people for who they are and understand that I can receive love from them in any way or shape that they give it and that's really it to its truest form. However, you're trying to show me that you love that you love me or that I'm an important person in your life, I'm going to take it. So whether that might be, hey, a friend I haven't talked to in a long time and they send me a text, hey, checking in on you or they support me in from afar or anything. I I receive love the way I think it's given. So I try not to discriminate in how I receive love. I'm not going to say, oh, you didn't buy me a gift or you didn't invite me here or go there. I'm, I'm not a huge FOMO type person. I'm very That's a recent development. That's something hard to get over. But I'm not a huge FOMO person. And I truly, as a reflective person, I try to sit down and think about this person, their life experiences, what they might be thinking. and. Is this something I should take personally or not? Is this a strike against how they love me? Or is this just them operating in their own lives because their own life is so much different than mine and I'm just a small part of it and I'm happy to be part of other people's lives. So however they may show love to me, I accept it. Simple acts that I notice people doing and I'm like, wow, they really must care about me if they thought to do that for me even if it's just to sit down and eat with me whatever it may be wow you thought that I was important enough in your life to do this so that is 
how I receive love and what makes me know that people in my life love me. And that is the end of part one of Love Always, the podcast with me, myself, and I. Next week, we will come back together and I will discuss with you the second half of my marvelous list of journey through love questions. But for now, I I want to say thank you for sitting here with me, spending this time with me, and thinking about and journeying through my life with love and hopefully reflecting on your life with love and I cannot wait to dive a little bit deeper with you some more next week I I really I was very nervous but I feel very relaxed talking with you guys and I hope you feel very relaxed thinking and listening with me so hey let's do this again (laughs) okay well um I want you to remember that there is no shortage of love in the world. I want you to remember that God loves you. I love you always. And I challenge you to always love. Thanks. Bye-bye.